Hey guys, it's time for another episode of the Proactive Real Estate Agent Podcast. I hope you are all doing fantastic, having a productive day. We're almost on to March. Almost on to March. Man, can you believe it? The months are going by like weeks, I tell you. So I hope you're really doing a great job. I hope you're proud of yourself up to this point in the year. And I hope you're hitting your goals, tracking your numbers, and moving forward in your career in real estate. Hey, I want to take the time right now to thank those of you who have been listening, emailing me, and the ones who have taken advantage of the accountability program. I offered on an earlier podcast. Um, I'm very excited for you all. And so far, the reception has been great. And I look forward to continued success in your business. Um, For those that may be interested in the accountability program, what we are doing is holding you accountable to your schedule and to your prospecting and helping you push through every week with no excuses. I know how it felt in the beginning when I trying to hold myself accountable. I thought I can do it on my own. And until I really put pressure on my mentor at the time and my BIC to hold me accountable and had those meetings every week, um, that's when I had started to feel success and started to feel that I can do it. So I wanna pass that on to you all What we do is there are two 30-minute phone calls per week. The first one is on a Monday morning. We will talk about your past weekend, and we will talk about the week ahead. The second phone call is on Friday, later in the afternoon, and we will talk about the past week, And we will talk about your preparation for the weekend ahead. And then Monday through Friday, between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m., I am available for your text messages and your emails. So if you have any questions or concerns during the week, I am there by your side. So you can see that I am there Monday through Friday holding you accountable to your business and to your success. Um, It breaks down, there is a fee for it, and it breaks down to about $25 a week. Uh, That's paid on a monthly basis, about about 99 bucks a month. And I think that's pretty fair and extremely doable. Um, It's less than a coffee a day. So if anyone's interested, email me at the proactive real estate agent at gmail.com the proactive real estate agent at gmail.com and put in the subject line accountability okay today's podcast topic is this will be a quick one zillow the zillow takeover you know it's coming You may have read it on some industry publications. You may have heard it from your manager at a sales meeting. 
You may have talked about it in a group. It's something coming. And it's been coming for a long time with the help of real estate agents because we are the ones that are funding the Zillow takeover of real estate. The Zillow takeover of real estate. (laughs) They want to be, and this is their end result. This is from the CEO who started the company who is now back in charge as the CEO because he's Mr. Tech. He loves tech. And he sees the opportunity to push this company into deep double-digit billions. And he thinks the time is now to be a one-stop shop for real estate for the consumer at large. They have the eyeballs. They have the attention from the consumer. Everyone knows, oh, let me go see what's for sale. Let me go on Zillow. Buyers are going on Zillow. Those eyeballs, those views are getting sold to real estate agents. That was their main source of income. It still is. And they get into creative ways on how to squeeze the rock to make more money off of real estate agents. Right? So they're selling us our customers. So we don't have to do anything. We can just sit back in our lazy boy chairs and Zillow's going to just send us the, our whole business. They're going to fill our pipeline up. All we got to do is pay them hundreds or thousands of dollars every month for non-guaranteed leads, which are really inquiries. Somebody goes on Zillow at night. Oh, look at that property. They click something. They want to know. They probably want to know paint colors. <laughs> Or they want to know if it has a backyard that backs up to a creek or whatever they want to know. And then they go on to the next page and they see another property and they click that one. So now you're, you're competing for their attention with two different agents. You're competing with other agents. And it's just an inquiry. But you're paying dollars and dollars and dollars for that silly inquiry. And you could be spending your money on marketing your brand, marketing yourself and prospecting like a beast for free it's it's ludicrous what what we've done up to this point as real estate agents but that's their deal they want to attract the buyers they went ahead and bought a lending company mortgage brokerage and now they want the property they figure well what's everyone coming to our site for they're looking at real estate well let's go get that real estate let's get the other half of the equation We have the buyer. Let's position ourselves to get the lending intact. So they bought a lending company. And now they're going after property owners. And they're targeting them for an easy, quick sale. No need for a silly real estate agent. No need for all the confusion. No need for a stressful transaction. No need for showings. No need for anything. We'll buy it cash. Just click here. It's the Uberization of society. Everyone is comfortable with giving their information to an app. Everyone's comfortable with buying large purchases online, aka Amazon. Cars, 
boats. People are buying big ticket items that you would normally talk with a salesperson in person and go through the whole three, four hour process or days, right? But now we're comfortable just doing it all online or on our phone. And Zillow thinks it's the time is right to do the same thing with real estate. The walls are down in real estate. It's not all one big protected industry. We have multiple, multiple, multiple MLS companies throughout the country. We have brokerage firms that are fighting each other for market share. And then you break it down. We have agents within those brokerages that are fighting for market share between, between one another. Zillow is one identity, one company, and they're coming in to take as much of a market share as they possibly can. And in their minds, they've already done it. And real estate agents have helped them, as well as our realtor boards and the MLS companies that we pay handsomely to be a part of. And they're going ahead and selling what we pay and making a more of a profit to companies like Zillow, who are only trying to pull up, put all of us out of business. Um, but they're gonna, they are gonna push and push to get that market share. So they have the buyer, they have the seller, they have the lender. They don't need the real estate agents. It'll all be done in house, all online, quick sale for the sellers. So as a real estate agent, what do you do? How are you going to combat this onslaught? Because you know it's coming. You're going to hear it on the radio soon enough. You're going to see it on television. You're going to see it on your cable programs. You're going to see it at sporting events. You're going to see banners in public places. You're going to see it in mailings to your house. If they don't know, they're going to (laughs) know. Your neighbors, your friends, your family. And you know what marketing does. These companies are, are perfect at marketing to a consumer. They hit all the soft spots. They make it look nice and pretty and fluffy. Like it's a no-brainer. Why they, while they give us all the agents a slap in the face by dissing us in those advertisements. You know it's coming. In the beginning, they'll start to say that we are going to be a part of the process that they need real estate agents. That's only because they still need us to fund their dream of taking it over. Because right now, they're still making most of their profits off of real estate agents. So you got to drag us along until you don't need us anymore. Then you can just kick us out of the car. So as real estate agents, you're going to see it. You're going to have to be able to counter it. And you have to do it in a confident way, in a stressless way, in a non-aggressive, violent way, right? You have to do it in an empathetic way where you understand why a seller would, would think that that's a great idea to sell their house to Zillow. You know, yeah, it sounds great, quick and easy. That's what the ad says. I really wish it was like that, Mr. and Mrs. Consumer. Unfortunately, it isn't. 
the old adage, if it's too true to be, if it's too good to be true, it probably isn't true. Let me show you this. And when I say this, I'm asking you all to do your research. I want you to get a case study of a Zillow or an open door purchase from a home seller, from online, and add that case study to your marketing plan where you show that, well, here's the, here's the facts. I may charge Mr. and Mrs. Seller 5%, 6%, whatever the commission is. It's negotiable with me. Whatever your, whatever your, your commission is, tell them I charge X for commission. And in my state and in the industry, it's a negotiable price. It's a negotiable commission. Zillow, here you go. They're charging you. They're offering below market price. And I want you to pull the comps. If, that, if the property is in your area, and it should be in your area, because that's what the consumer is going to want to see. You don't want to be in Boston and pulling a property from California. You want it, and if you are, and if that's all you have, you have to have the comps from that time, from that date, to show the difference in the offer price from market price. So if you're going to a listing consultation, it comes up, here's the proof. Let me just show you this quick case study of a property that sold over on, you know, Meadowbrook Drive, not too far from here. Here's what Zillow paid. They paid X, they charged 7.5%. That, that their service fee, that would actually be the commission. And then they charge X more for inspections. And they go in hard. Between Open Door or Zillow, they go in hard with inspectors. They have two inspectors going in there. They have someone who's going to measure the property to make sure it's all square footage is correct. They have a, a HVAC technician come out and test the unit. They look at the roof. They go through the property like crazy, physically. But they want the sellers to just click buttons and think of the convenience of it. Like it's all automated. But in reality, they're the ones physically doing it old school and touching the property and looking at it. And it's not going by what the, the homeowner says. So they are charging a huge service fee. And then they're charging for repairs. They're taking a lot of the profit that homeowner would take, that consumer would put in their pocket, Zillow's and the open doors and iBuyers, they're taking the profits for themselves. You have to put that in front of your consumer when you have a listing presentation and let them know the truth. Here is a Zillow deal, your case study, and then here is at least three similar properties that sold that would have been used as a comparable for this property if I were to list it and sell it. Here's what they sold on average for. So you can see Mr. and Mrs. Seller, Zillow pays far less, charges far more than the traditional real estate agent.
more eyeballs, more money. Can't get away from that. Have your short scripts ready for the water cooler talks. And don't be afraid to talk about it. Be happy when somebody brings it up. Because when someone outside of the industry brings it up, they think they're the smartest person in the world. They think they have one on you. And you can just take it in stride in a non-aggressive manner, almost like laughing at them for bringing it up. Sure, there'll be people that are going to go through the Zillow process. A lot of them will get screwed out of equity because they misunderstood what they were getting into. And some of them, you know, they just needed the convenience aspect of it because that's what it really comes down to. It's the convenience. You're not so fixated on extracting the most money out of that property because maybe your circumstances need a quick sale. You live in California. You have a home in Miami. You need to sell it. You have a financial emergency. You need to sell it. Those, you can't, it, it, you, it, you can't argue with those consumers. But there are small segments of the real estate industry, right? There are small segments of your, of your market. So be prepared. Combat the big bad boys of Zillow. Don't let them become the Walmart of today. Walmart wrecked havoc when it came across the country, putting out a lot of small businesses out of business in small communities. And everybody hated Walmart for it. But those people who were, who were customers of those small community businesses, they're the biggest supporters of Walmart because everything was under one roof, right? And now they're, they're sad that their community has been destroyed And now their only alternative to buy a bicycle or get some hardware is at Walmart. And what they have to realize is that the Walmarts of the world and the Zillows of the world, they're wrecking havoc in local markets. But they're sucking out money. They're sucking out community funding. Sure, a company like a Walmart is going to have excess amounts of money that they will donate to local charities, right? They're very generous. But the bulk of the profits from each Walmart store is going out of state. It's not staying in that state. And it's the same thing with Zillow. If you start fear-mongering among real estate agents, people won't want to become a real estate agent. The ones who are are afraid and they're losing market share to something like Zillow because they're in ill-informed themselves. But they're taking money out of real, the real estate agent's pocket, the one who shops at the hardware store, the one who goes to the local bakery, the one who gives to local charities, the one who supports the local schools, school teams. Real estate agents are an intricate part of a community We tend to give back. We keep our money local because we know the effect of giving in helping others. So if you have a company, a corporate giant 
that's coming into your community and trying to put you out of business for the sheer, sheer convenience of a one-stop shop real estate experience for a home buyer and seller. But you know they're screwing the buyer and the seller. Release the seller, right? <laughs> they're screwing them. And they're taking the profits and they're taking them out of state, out of the community. What's, what, what happens to a community when you don't have as much money going in? You know, it affects everyone. You have thousands of real estate agents, some of them selling two, three houses, some of them selling two, three hundred houses a year in your area, in your small market. If you harm 20%, 30% of them, it, local businesses are going to feel the effect, period. So I'm telling you to be proactive because that's what we do on this podcast. We want an army of proactive, hungry agents. Knowledged up and ready to take on the world in your market and push back on anyone who you think is harming your market. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. As always, send me your emails of anything you want me to speak about on this topic, on this podcast. And if you have any other questions, if there's anything I can do, any little advice, or if I can help you in any way, let me know. Um, Again, we have the accountability program. If you're interested, email me as well. Please share this out to someone who is in need of hearing a a true, honest podcast. Share this out with with an agent that you like. Because the more you can share this out with people around you, other agents the better your your sphere of agents is going to be. What I learned is working alone is fine. You can be a solo agent, but you never know what other agent can help you go to the next level. By sharing out this podcast to someone that thinks like you, that wants to be successful like you, is going to help. Maybe you both can collaborate on a deal. It starts with something as simple as sharing a podcast out to someone who's like-minded like you. And then you may do some collaboration on a co-broker deal. And then you might even join forces and start a team. It's all in the mindset. It's all in being proactive. And it's all about helping and giving others. So I suggest you, you know, give me a like on this podcast. Share it out. Leave a comment. Email me. The proactive real estate agent at gmail.com. I will talk to you all next time. Until then, be proactive, dominate your market, stick to your schedule, and get the work done persistently and consistently. All right, guys, take care.